0: You can deny all the things I've seen, all the things I've discovered, but not for much longer.
1: Because too many others know what's happening out there. And no one, no government agency has jurisdiction over the truth.
2: is out there and you're not gonna like what the truth is ladies and gentlemen welcome to an all new episode of i want to believe
0: hang on hang here on. i don't know what mic you're coming through but it's not the right one. here on the on
2: the podzilla 1985 network no they can hear me just fine they uh their problem was you can't hear me fine and now you can so
0: yes this, now
2: they <laughs> now the audience though the audience they don't they don't know any of that and that actually proves my point that perception is reality and in the world of the paranormal my name is shannon young i'm gonna be your host tonight with me of course we have double h
0: uh stay creepy the man himself
2: <laughs> the man himself tater calvert who's on his xbox so if you hear chirps that's what he is and uh, for for no reason and Lindsay wolf no Collins here with us tonight except she's muted so she might actually not be with us
0: sorry i was answering a phone call i'm good hi how's it going
2: we're great i want to start tonight off i'm looking at the uh so okay so we haven't done one of these in a while and actually we're out honestly we're out, we're out of practice um i don't think we've done one of these since the whole ufo thing happened what was that uh, at least six seven months ago at this point
0: It was last summer, so yeah, I mean it had to have been at least that long. I and I feel like it was early in the summer, so Yeah. Maybe closer to eight.
2: So there's all this testimony, there's actually a really good documentary on cuz all right, a lot of people are listening to the show waiting to hear some really good, you know, stuff about the paranormal. They maybe mm-hmm. they maybe they listened to the most recent episode of No Turning Back with Shannon Young where I detailed the crimes of Vince McMahon and they're like that's the kind of journalistic integrity that I expect from this show and I want to believe is is the is, is symbolic of that. Well,
0: we check and recheck the facts. We
2: do. We do. And
0: I'll turn it's, my camera off since I appear to be the only one on the camera.
2: It's been I apologize. I forgot to turn it back on. It's it's lines
0: off to save my computer sanity.
2: It's been months since oh, okay. since we've had any kind of update really on the UFO, um, the testimony of the UAPs and whatnot on online. Um yes. not a lot. Of, I mean the needle hasn't moved much. The needle hasn't moved much, no. unfortunately. And and that is unfortunate because then that leaves us with not a lot to talk about. The problem with with talking about the paranormal is that it is a very visual medium. I jokingly call myself, you know, Fox Mulder and I take after him. But legitimately, legitimately, when Hunter Hendricks goes to bed at night and lays next to his, his beautiful wife, when Tanner Calvert goes to bed at night and lays next to his beautiful wife... I am laying in bed watching paranormal videos all night till I fall asleep. That is the true story. So, uh, so it's not that I'm not deep into this stuff. My problem is that it's starting to get to a point, and And there's a reason I called you all here today. It's starting to get to a point where following the paranormal, aside from actually investigating it ourselves is becoming a problem it's 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 it is it i keep seeing these yeah. wild stories that i want to talk about that i want to believe that's the point of the show that's the name of the show is i want to believe but so often they are either at best just speculation and at worst i i used the term before and i apologize for the strong language pure hogwash yeah yeah. And I, and I found a story like that and we're going to talk about it tonight. Uh, before we do though, I want to update you on a story I just found out today that was passed along to me that I never heard of this story. And Tanner, I'm 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 wondering if you've ever heard this story. This is one of the most uh, horrifying things I have ever read. This this is an absolutely terrifying tale and one that has me absolutely baffled and I'll explain I'll explain here in a second. So, this story is about a flight in, uh, in Germany. Uh, flight 513 from Santiago Airlines that left Germany September 4th, 1954. Disappeared. Brazilian aeronautical authorities believe that it disappeared somewhere in the Atlantic Ocean and didn't leave any trace. Huge search. No one found them. And then... Shot, they, they closed the case in 1956 and uh, just chalked it up as a mystery thing, much like uh, you know many many other airlines here. Now, Hunter, before you research this, I need you to let me let you let me say it all. Okay. Okay. Thirty three years later.
0: Was I researching? Is that what you thought was happening?
2: I was worried. You spoil it. Janet, <laughs> please. <laughs> Thirty three years later, a plane landed in Brazil. And it was the same flight that had disappeared from Germany in the fifties. So I guess this would have been uh, if it disappeared in what I say, fifty four. So this would have been eighty six, although it says eighty nine, which is not line up with their with their math. But that's fine.
0: Math is math is hard.
2: Let's just say in nineteen eighty nine. Okay. So it lands. Um, when the the port authorities the 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 air airport authorities go on board surprised that this plane that had disappeared for over 30 years has landed what do they find on the plane they find yeah. night they find 92 skeletons including okay. including the pilot the plane is still running the pilot and all of the people that have disappeared have reappeared 30 plus years later and they're all dead and they're all skeletons and no one knows where the plane came from or how it landed now what I just told you is complete bullshit yes but these are the kind of stories that get sent to me these are the kind of stories that that people say have you heard of this and what i hate is this happens so many times where i will look into the story and i'm so excited at first it's a new thing that we haven't heard of it's a new story that i haven't heard of I know Tanner and I both pride ourselves on our knowledge of the weird paranormal things. T- Tanner obviously does ghost hunting and, and is involved more in field day-to-day stuff than I am. But every time something new pops up, I get very excited and I'm I'm like a like a dog chasing a car and then the car stops and I run headfirst into the ass of it. And <laughs> and that's what's happened with this story as well here you have a great story can
0: we we'll take a just second to talk about the phrase story. ass of the car, the ass of the car. <laughs> head
2: first into the ass of it <laughs> <laughs> and it's fr-
0: That's all. It's,
2: that. it's frustrating because I so badly wanted to believe this story so I st- I did the research I looked into it I looked into it this is not the first time this same story has been told the airport's changed the times change there's no record of it actually happening it's a, it's a legend um it's weekly
0: world news national inquirer
2: something like that. Uh Yeah. Yeah. And it's a, it's a great story. That is a creepy story if it were true, but it's not true. And hardly ever. When we talk about things on this show that we're so fascinated with, most of the time they either turn out to be not true or at the very least they're not provable. And if you can't prove it, it might as well not be true because without evidence, what do you have other than a bunch of stories you tell each other around the campfire? Right. I, I wanted to tell that story because to me, it's a good lead in to what we're going to talk about tonight, which is another thing that I have been researching for the past few weeks ever since I heard about it. It made all the big news, national news, well, at least it, it made it in the same way that, you know, the uh, uh, mockery, general mockery. It's not like this was like a good story. Uh, but before right. we get to that story, which is about aliens, by the way, spoiler alert, it's always aliens. We do have a couple other stories. I'm on the IWTB notes page on Google docs. I see we have nothing listed.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, the, the stories <laughs> concerns were, me. Were, stories were dropped in the, in the chat here. Um, I posted the notes uh, yes yesterday, day before yesterday. And uh, I would like to quote Tanner Calvert saying, quote, we'll fill it okay, up. Okay. We'll get it filled out. <laughs> Now to be oh fair <laughs> it happened. wouldn't let me. It wouldn't let me.
2: Now to be fair, Tanner did send uh, a, a bunch of stories. Um yes. which we do yeah, have some things couple, to talk about. Um,
0: I just I we'll just talk about what do you mean it wouldn't let you shortly, because I you are an editor for that document, so
2: I just I wanted to uh I just wanted to express my disappointment in this field. Um Especially after the weekend that we had, where you know Hunter and I used to cover wrestling with Pro Wrestling Unscripted, we no longer do that due to our disinterest in wrestling. And honestly, the return of Vince McMahon about a year ago pretty much killed what was left. Right, like that was it for us. Yeah,
0: yeah, that was all. Yeah, Uh, at that point there was there was really nothing else to uh, to do. Yeah, Um, that that was enough to go. this is never going to get better is it no i can't hide it
2: anymore in fact it got ridiculously worse to levels you would not believe um you you can go back to last week we actually did three shows on it we talked about it on thursday we covered it extensively on friday and then of course saturday was the big expose which i appreciate everyone that's reached out to me with the positive vibes um it reminded me of how much i love doing journalism and with journalism what i always wanted to do ever since i saw the show sightings on the fox channel growing up is i wanted to do paranormal investigative journalism paranormal investigative journalism i believe in its current state is a joke it's uh yeah it's fun don't get me wrong. Like, I've, I've seen shows like, you know, Josh Gates obviously covered uh, a lot of stuff. Tanner, you know, you remember, I forget what the show was called, but Josh Gates traveled the world investigating local legends and mysteries and stuff like that. And it was a great show. And I always said I wanted to get paid to go and do these things. It's very, very cool. I, I don't think he ever found a single thing in any episode that he did now there uh, there's there's times where he hears a noise or they have something cool on footage or whatever yeah but there's nothing that's ever proven and that's the thing with this with this whole field is nothing is ever proven and it gets to be frustrating and i know it sounds like i'm complaining and i am because (laughs) i would like to talk about things that are tangible i would like to talk about things that that i believe make a difference and this field is frustrating
0: there was a time when, and it was actually before I was on this show, although when we first came back in 2020 after, uh, well, I'm sorry, when we first moved, when I came back, but we first moved on uh, to to like a virtual, you know, board onto Discord uh, and, and started doing shows regularly this way in 2020 at the height of the pandemic. Uh, there was a time when this show wasn't just defined by aliens, ghosts, that's it. Like I feel like there there we had a lot more things to talk about at that time. And of course at that time with everybody home, the the internet was just kind of exploding with new stuff constantly. Um and I know, I know this sounds weird it sounds like we're planning the show on the show oh I don't know people <laughs> seem to like that sometimes
2: yeah they like school I,
0: I would love to you know as it is we only do this once every couple of months anyway or once a month at most I would love to and Tanner's done that a little bit here what I'm what I'm going to talk about in the in the notes here um to kind of branch out from just those things i mean almost always when we do this show now there's something about ai there's yeah. usually an ai related story or an robotics or cybernetics or something like that always with the aliens. Um, well, always with the aliens, but but like that to me is a good example of the kind of thing that we can do. Um, you know, we've talked about time travel fairly extensively on the show. I think that's another thing that, that is interesting as it relates to um this kind of topic. It's not always going to be are there things out there or are there things on the other side as much as it could also be like what don't what else don't we know about the world, which is and, why I like stuff that's that's like, yeah. you know, kind of sometimes spiritually related or it has to be. again, technology, the future, yeah. those kinds of things.
2: It has to be because if we base this show entirely on
0: well,
2: the thing that fascinates me most about the paranormal is is ghosts. Ghosts are my thing, because sure. as, as I've said before, you know, my mother and father both passed away when I was younger. I've always had a fascination with what happens when you die. Um, a lot of my friends would tell you I have a fascination with dying now. Don't it now apparently Bing has also joined in on that and is calling me out when all I asked for was a picture of Godzilla and Kermit and doing a, a podcast. Uh, but it's hard to do shows based on that kind of stuff when so much of that is, like, visual things. And it's personal experiences. We could talk about UFOs and aliens because they are talking about that out in public. There are hearings. There are testimonies. There are government witnesses. You know, all the stuff that we could talk about. The problem is we've exhausted that now to the point that there's nothing else to say until something else comes out. There's There's nothing... I could, I could tell you about another pilot that saw something, or you could just go onto YouTube and look the video up yourself. You don't need me to talk about it. Ghosts are almost entirely imp- improbable to talk about. We could talk about hauntings and stuff like that all day, but without the visual or, or personal evidence, it just feels like a waste. So you have to talk about the weird and things like that. When we first started this show, a lot of it was based on roundtable discussion about certain things. Ghosts, aliens, time travel, stuff like that. And we did a lot of those shows within the first year to two years. And it went great because we had people on talking about these things. And it wasn't just, here's the story we saw. What do you think of it? It was ghosts as a whole. What do we think about, you know, the afterlife and stuff like that? But after years, what, four years, five years of doing it at this point, there's just not a lot to say about ghosts anymore. There's not a lot to say about Aliens and things like that. We need none
0: of our opinions have really changed either. So well, it's still kind of more the same.
2: I don't know. I feel like I have become less of a believer in the past few years only because, again, without the personal evidence and before I would watch a show like sightings. Sightings was a show I watched quite a bit growing up and it was a TV show where they broadcast it and it felt real because here was a television show talking about these things. Now with the rise of the internet and everyone is a journalist, everyone is a host. There are at least five different ghost channels that I watched. Nuke's top Five, Sir spooks. Fearsome, not chills, never chills. <laughs> <and> <laughs> there, There are so many ghost videos out there. Now it's hard to tell what's real and what's not. I just assume everything's fake. Some stuff does get under my skin a little bit, but for the most part, every, you might as well just say everything's fake because the technology is so good. Look, Taylor Swift right now is embroiled in a huge controversy over a bunch of AI sex pics of her in a yeah. Chiefs game. If they can, If they well. can fake these things, then how can you tell what is real and what isn't? And by the way, since we're on the topic of fake, not Taylor Swift, I ain't touching that, but since we're on the topic of fake, if you are faking ghost videos, this is a personal plea from Shannon Young. If you're faking ghost videos, give me something different other than the fucking <laughs> shadow peeking out behind a, uh, a corner and then moving back. I have seen that Seriously. video about 9,000 times at this point, and I'm tired of it.
0: You know, Done get with
1: creative it. with it. Give us something <laughs> new.
0: It reminds me of what we're constantly begging for in in the movies, but also when you're trying to fool us into making us think it's real. Practicality goes a long way, man. Fishing wire is still out there. Yes, they're making more and more invisible fishing wire every day. Like just just you know, tie that line around a can and pull yank something it off the shelf. Yeah, pull something, please. I can't I'm begging you.
2: I can't watch another video where someone peeks around a corner. I'm done with it. I'm done with it. <laughs>
0: I love I love that that's like its own subgenre of, of Ghost Video. Oh my now. god. It's, like, what? it's just I, I know you can't see me, but it's just That's it. Yeah. That's it. And we lost <laughs> and Tanner. And there goes Well, Tanner. well, he's out.
2: I'm I'm hoping Okay, there he is. Thank God. He's I was legitimately worried for a second that like Tanner got mad at me because I'm I'm trash talking to so much. I I, <laughs> I still want to believe. Don't get me wrong. It's just it Too much evidence feels like no evidence. When there's an overwhelming amount of videos every day of "Hey, look at this! Hey, look at this! Look at this!" Bullshit. There's no way this much activity is happening constantly all over the world, and no one like, and it's not a big thing. I don't believe it.
0: I I, Tanner, go ahead. Tanner, go
1: ahead. I just this is the unfortunate time like we're living in right now with this AI, everything happening. There is, I mean, you can't tell what's real evidence and what isn't anymore. And it's that's the unfortunate side effect of AI.
2: It's true. That's 100% true. You know, I mean, they've been faking photographs and videos forever, obviously, but it was so much easier to tell a fake, you know, in the early nineties, when I first started getting into the paranormal, when I was, when I was very young. You you know they they had videos on Fox. I still see clips of it sometimes of factor not factor faked, but you know like what's real, what isn't. And they'll show a video of like a a statue in a cemetery that turns its head or something like that, and it's so clearly fake, and they try to present it as real. Um, but nowadays it's so hard. I watched a video one that did get under my skin. I watched a video not too long ago of a guy who kept hearing screaming from his basement, so he goes down to his basement. And you just hear this wailing and it sounded a lot like the wailing that I heard the night that I am almost positive. I was visited by the ghost of the woman upstairs uh back at the old apartment uh, duplex we used yeah. to live in. And he, he you know, he, like three o'clock in the morning. Yes. Yes. I freaked out so much. I got a hold of Tanner because I was seriously worried. This guy, he calls the police. There's an official police report and everything. This was a legitimately creepy case, but that's one out of the 5,000 videos I watched this week. Right. So,
0: yeah, I, we've said it before. and I, not to, Well, to tie it back to what you were talking about a minute ago, um, we always make that mention of the shows called I Want to Believe for a Reason. Yeah. Right. I'm here because I I, I think that these things would make the world a more interesting place and i want to believe that they're they're possible or that they're real that doesn't mean that i do it means i've seen some compelling evidence it means it, it, the side effect of that like you were saying is that yes i've seen some compelling evidence i've also seen a mountain of bullshit yeah like i've just seen right. a bunch of things that just do not in any way match up and so yeah sometimes when we come on here it's just to kind of dog or rag on those things usually it's when we've got something compelling to talk about. And that's honestly why, like you said, why you don't hear from us on, on this particular Avenue or platform is often, uh, it's why when we take time to do a show, you'll often hear us doing interviews with people who are more entrenched. They've got more funding. Uh, they've got more connections to get out and do this kind of stuff and to talk to them about what they have seen and experienced and, and those sorts of things. Um, Because I haven't seen or experienced
2: anything in a long time.
0: No, and Hunter's never experienced anything. (laughs) The the closest thing I ever got to thinking that I did, and I I know rationally that it wasn't that. I told you guys the night that the night that Parker passed, he passed during the day, and the night of which has now been we're coming up on two years of that. um, I was convinced that I heard him walking around on our bedroom floor that night, but that makes no sense. He never did that. He didn't do that. He slept on our bed. He hadn't touched our bedroom floor in years. Um, and again, I was in in full on grief and still a little bit of shock. I, no part of me is convinced that I really heard that. Now, do I believe that he's around here somewhere? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Um. But as far as compelling evidence, no. I'll uh, it's been a long time.
2: I'll share something with you. And I meant to talk to you about this, Tanner. Um, last night, something happened to me that I couldn't entirely explain this is a true story this isn't leading up to a joke or anything so i'm i'm very tired as a lot of people know i've been working on this remodel at my store i own gaming grounds cape Girardeau, missouri i own a video game store that's my day job um i've been doing a remodel and i'm very tired so i'm exhausted i laid down last night to go to bed and hunter hunter and tanner both know how exhausted i was because they heard me on the game chat and they kept telling me to go to bed Yeah, so...
0: we were we were very silly last night <laughs>
2: Talking about the Science jong-
0: And sleepiness makes us silly. That
2: damn jonkler. Is, <laughs> so is, well, is he stupid? Is he stupid? So I lay down to go to bed last <laughs> night and i I must have tossed and turned and I put some video on and it was I remember it was a Castlevania ROM hack and I was just watching play my playthrough because if I'm if I'm in a really tired mode a mood and I know I'm going to fall asleep I don't put ghost videos on anymore if I know I'm going to fall asleep during them because again more often than not a ghost video has woken me up with screams or something and I wake up thinking it's happening and I fucking freak out and I have to calm myself down I'm going to have a heart attack one of these days so I didn't do that last night but what did happen is while I was laying in bed And I was kind of in and out, drifting in and out. I thought Lindsay had snuck into my room because I felt, and this happened, I didn't imagine this, I felt the covers being pulled off of me. I was laying to my left and I felt the cover covers being tugged from the right. And at first I thought I had left something on the covers and it had maybe just weighed it down and it pulled it. Uh, So I got up out of bed. I checked. There was nothing there. But I, I absolutely felt my covers being pulled. Now, I can't tell you that that was actually paranormal or not, because, again, I was half asleep, so maybe it's not out of the realm of possibility that I imagined it. But it felt real.
1: Sounds, sounds like the ghost was trying to get you pregnant.
2: <laughs> well, the ghost, is, the ghost is going to find a Ooh. very dusty shelf down there because it hasn't been used in quite a while. <laughs> I believe, honestly,
1: I mean, I like uh, honestly jokes.
2: I believe jokes Ethan would aside, call it a bussy. Is,
1: Jesus Christ, jokes aside, <laughs> I uh, most a lot of my paranormal experiences that have happened personally to me were were that you know, in bed at night trying to sleep. Uh, especially like feeling, I, I told you the story about the fire department where I was sleeping after having ankle surgery. I just wanted to get out of the house. And I'm sleeping on my dorm bed at the fire department, and I literally feel something come up, grab my foot that's in my in the cast, grab the toes. Cause I'm sleeping on my back, and wretch it forward, like extending my foot, my ankle, and like it hurt so bad. I came up off the bed. Uh, you know, I stuff like that's happened to me many times over my lifetime. You know, that's that's probably a majority of my experiences.
0: And, and the, immediate, the immediate skeptic of me goes you were half asleep like right. the brain the brain does the well, weird cuz and, cause and you, have have that, you have to be a skeptic you have to be a skeptic right there there have definitely been times that i have been you know half asleep practically fully asleep and woken up to something to a noise or to a feeling like i i've been moved or touched i'll, I'll never forget uh, i i probably once or twice a year on average i get just a really heinous nightmare um, I really don't have bad dreams all that often. I don't have dreams at all that I remember anyway, very often. Um, but once or twice a year, I'll have a really heinous one. And I do Shannon. I think you and I describe that we do the same thing when that happens. It's that kind of uh, uh, like coming out of, out of sleep. Like you just make this God awful noise. Yeah. Um, I only know it because at least once I've kind of like woken up before I could stop myself from doing it before the, the involuntary version happened. So at this point, Sarah knows when it's going to happen. Um, she, when she sleeps, she sleeps hard. But if I'm like, if anything's going on with me, it wakes her up instantly. Me or Parker, both. You know that was that was true of him when he was still with us as well. So <laughs> I'll never forget. This has now been a couple of years ago. In the middle of the summer, I tend to have nightmares most when I I, I get exceptionally hot uh, at night. And I guess I had pulled covers over onto me in my sleep that I didn't mean to to you know have on me. I got way too hot. And I'm having this, this god-awful nightmare. I wake up and rather than like just saying, hey, it's me, you're okay, you're all right, um, Sarah starts telling me like you're in bed, you're at home, like describing what's going on. And it was different from what's normal. I'm still half addled, you know, half asleep. And like she just starts rattling off things about like what day? It's Saturday, it's the and like my I couldn't handle it my brain was like what is going on why are you telling me all these things <laughs> uh, but I was fully convinced that I had like woken up in another dimension or something and it yeah. took a good two or three seconds to go okay okay wait a minute this is yeah this is normal
2: Lindsay um, uh, used to have to do that for me she would have to tell me that she wasn't an alien or that I wasn't right? dying mm-hmm. I've gotten better about figuring those things out for myself but there was that initial moment of when you wake up of okay yeah. no everything's fine I, I i will do the same yeah. thing i will say i will start naming off who's the president who i'm afraid the president's going to be what year right. it is, etc etc <laughs> just to prove to myself that i'm i'm here now
0: now yeah uh, did i tell you guys that i don't think i told you about this the time that i thought in this in a, like a couple of weeks ago that we were having something sarah and i both thought that that something was going on in the house no no so we came home from work one day and it's, it's, it's mid afternoon. Um, and I, I ran down to the basement to do something. I don't, I don't know what it was. The only thing we have down there other than our like sewing and game room and stuff is, uh, laundry and storage. And I, maybe I went to throw something in the laundry. I don't know. Um, but I went down there. I jaunted back up the steps, and I slipped on one. I almost fell. Scared the hell out of me because those steps are steep. Um, I've I've kind of slid down on once before, and that hurt bad enough. I do not want to go from the very top. So we're talking about that. We get into the you know into the kitchen right off the the basement steps, uh, and she's like, "Are you all right?" I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, yeah." You know, and I'm explaining what happened. And I close the the basement door behind me. A second later, we hear this loud, and I, I'm not going to recreate it, but just like like dull thud on the other side of the basement door. And then what sounds like a rapid knock, bam, bam, bam from inside the basement door. When I tell you that I tasted my own heart
2: huh.
0: at the sound of this, cause I mean, it sounded like a slam and then knock, knock, knock from inside the basement door. We both look at each other. She's like, I'm, I'm going outside. Not going to be a part of that. That's too much. You know, and I'm like, like well, hang on, nope. hang on hang on so because i always lock the basement door from the inside i I pop it open and the moment that i'm doing it i realize i'm pretty sure i know what this is and sure enough when i open the door which i stepped to the side of just you know in in case because god knows i don't know what's going on um we keep a baseball bat right inside there so if you ever just you know God forbid something happened and you needed to grab something quick. It's right there. It's propped up against the the sort of door frame on the other side. But when I closed the basement door, it slid over. So what we heard was the barrel of it slipped down onto the top step, thud, and then the handle of it, bang, bang, bang on the door when it knocked against it. But when I tell you it sounded like a human being, it sounded like somebody had chased me up the stairs, landed on it, and then like slammed their fist against the door. That's the scaredest That's the most scared I've ever been in in my own house. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> well, like it was it was and, and that legitimately terrifying for about point three seconds.
2: And it wasn't even the thought of a ghost that scared you. It was the thought of a crackhead that got hold the wrong stuff.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Someone or something is in my house, and at this point, they're equally scary.
2: Yeah, I don't make me tell you the the cow story again. Um, there <laughs> <laughs> there have been times in this house where I have heard where i've heard like knocking and not just knocking i've heard like like i don't know like almost like someone smashing into the walls it's sometimes you remember that time hunter you and me and kaz were on uh xbox and i told you guys i had i'd be right back because it sounded like someone was downstairs just slamming themselves in the walls and there's nothing there can't explain what it is i'm sure it's just the house i guess i don't know but it's terrifying tanner what were you gonna say i'm sorry
1: to, to some of my experiences you're having in your current houses mine uh we've lived in this house off and on again since 2008 um at one point in time we a bunch of us lived into the house and my mother-in-law owned it and uh I remember being home by myself one day i I didn't realize I was by myself I'm just I'm in the living room watching TV and upstairs I hear I hear a kid running and I hear my nephew calling me to come play I said hang on isaac i'll be up there in a little bit to play with you So, uh, I hear it again and I go upstairs and there's nobody upstairs and I call my sister-in-law. She goes, no, we're in Cape. Uh, so I promptly put my shoes on. I get the fuck out of the house and I didn't come back until somebody else was home. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. it's uh, I'm not scared of ghosts. Ghosts that sound like kids fuck with me. I can't do it.
2: I am scared of screaming ghosts. (laughs) I've seen. I've said it before, like screaming terrifies me that that story I told you about the guy who heard the wailing in his basement and that time that I was asleep with Allie and and we heard the wailing that was that to me is absolutely terrifying. That's I'm legitimately scared of that. I'm scared of waking up to a ghost screaming. I don't know why that bothers me so much, but it bothers me quite a bit. And it's something I would like to avoid. So, you know, good vibes sent my way, hopefully. I think one fun thing we could do, and then we'll get to the stories. We've been talking for 30 minutes, just rambling. And even though I like a good discussion, we do have a couple things we want to talk about real quick before we get out of here, including that thing I teased you about with the aliens. But what I think <laughs> might be might be fun is if we opened up, and I know we've talked to, we've talked about this before, but maybe we do a show where people could tell us their experiences. You know, Yes,
0: I think that'd be a lot of fun. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah, And maybe we could either have them on the show or they could write it out and we'll read it or maybe we could get an AI voice to read it which if you listened to the newest episode of No Turning Back with Shannon Young and you're thinking, Shannon, I didn't know you knew any British women I don't
0: <laughs> Maybe <laughs> we'll get an AI voice, voice to read it and that will be the spookiest thing of all
2: <laughs> In fact, right? maybe Maybe the next show will just be AI versions of us doing a <laughs> fake show That could be fun.
0: Just, just feed it in. Just feed it in. That's what I want—is my voice into a a large language model. That won't go poorly at all.
2: No, the things that I've said on the show clearly won't go back to come back to haunt me. Don't listen to the Hulk Hogan (laughs) episode. I did.
0: I know. I've told you guys before how I my my exit from radio and the conversation I had with the person who was like, "Hey, you know, one day it's gonna be like one person per station. You'll definitely be one of them." And that was the day I went. I will not. Um, I know I I have to. I have to know that uh, I haven't talked to any of them recently, but but my continuing radio friends and colleagues have got to be sweating because AI right now is <laughs> mostly focused on text Porn. and image generation. Oh, yeah, yeah. But Well, that too. No. But soon, video and audio, and probably audio first, obviously, because it'll be easier to do than audio and video, um, will be on the line. Within our lifetime, there will be fully, like, unmanned radio stations that are public, commercial radio stations, and that stuff will just be fed in that way. If we even bother yeah. continuing to keep radio around. No. I mean, terrestrial radio has that, been that It's as far as like, market share. Up. Yeah, basically the idea is make it as cheap as possible, right? So already it's remove people, um, pre-record everything. So you still have people, but it's it's long recorded well in advance more music more commercials less less jock um less people speaking and eventually if they want to keep that way of of doing it it's just going to be all right well just feed it to a feed it to something that'll read it for you tell you what you wanted to say and don't pay it a dime yeah, yeah. Uh, and that's scary that's, that's, that's scary.
2: capitalism
0: <laughs> at its finest sharing It's a rule Mm. now. Let's talk
2: about some of these stories real quick before we get out of here. We do have some things to mention that seems interesting. Hey, kids, do you remember Amelia Earhart? Yeah. Well, that's good because probably most kids today don't. It sounds like. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, she was the one who was
0: eaten by the coconut crab, right? Yes. Yes. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) She was definitely eaten by the coconut crabs.
2: Well, we got a story here from CBSNews.com which is Bullshit. Derivative. <laughs> <laughs> and when when was this story? This was oh, this was wow, today.
0: That's well updated today. When was it posted originally? It was posted today. Well, that's weird. So it was supposed to well, I guess it was just updated later. What it was the update? It doesn't say. It's weird.
2: Uh, she disappeared 87 years ago, which is one of the great aviation mysteries, which is true. I mean, everyone, uh, the, I hope people still talk about Amelia Earhart. Well, they think yeah. now they, they may have found her aircraft. It appears to be her aircraft. But again, they also thought they found that Malaysian airplane, too, and they never did. So sometimes, apparently, planes just disappear. It's just a fact. It's God's yeah. will. And to call it anything else is is a tragedy. Um, but Deep Sea Vision, a Charleston, South Carolina-based team, said this weekend that it captured a sonar image in the Pacific Ocean that appeared to be the aircraft. It scanned over 5,200 square miles of the ocean floor in September and posted images that appeared to show the plane-shaped object resting at the bottom of the sea.
0: Uh, what
2: what do you think ha- i, I that's a stupid question but what do you think happened to millie Earhart? because i'll tell you what i want to believe i want to believe it was aliens
0: well of course yeah you want to believe that that she's somehow well, uh, right, bermuda triangle right i mean that's the yes most it's got to be the
2: bermuda triangle. that's
0: the most common one is that there's something there there's magnetic fields and it's it's extraterrestrial in origin and it's a portal or something like that i think because this happens Not with regularity at all. Like I don't want anybody to get the idea that if you get on a plane, you might just disappear forever. It's a good chance, though. (laughs) It's it's not a good chance. That's exactly what I want to say. (laughs) It's not a good chance. Is it possible? Yes. It's also possible that a cow will fall out of the sky and kill you right now. (laughs) Could happen. There's a lot lot of possibilities. But I think now that we, we have really, again, Especially since the time this happened, seeing that yeah, sometimes aircraft just go missing. You know, I've I've been pretty confident in the I think it's the Howard Island story for a long time. Yeah, that's what they're um, kind
2: of talking about here, yeah. or
0: Gardner or something like that, somewhere Gardner. in there. How Gardner. Howland Gardner and Howland Island that she she crashed there or crashed near there. She called for help. It was not returned because her equipment was damaged and her plane was swept out to sea and she died. Again, uh, there were things. That were found of hers on this island. There were coconut crabs and all sorts of stuff all over the place. Like, I I fully believe that she just crashed and went missing. And it's sad and it's awful. uh, But that's, I I have no reason to believe anything else.
2: Yeah, it's the most plausible. And usually the most plausible reason is the right one. I am a little upset about this. razor. I'm a little upset about this article, though, because it says, you know, there are other uh, other theories about where Earhart may have vanished. Rick Gillespie, we were talking about a second ago with Gardner Island, who has researched Earhart's flight for decades, told CBS News in 2018 that he had proof Earhart crashed on Gardner Island, and that she called for help for nearly a week before a plane was swept out to sea. Gillespie told CBS News calls weren't just heard by the Navy, but also by dozens of people who unexpectedly picked up her transmission on the radios thousands of miles away. Um, They also said they found boats on the island that were likely Earhart's, but like, to say I have proof that this happened and then of course, I don't see the proof in this article, what is the proof that she crashed on the island? Because it sounds like a they theme. have,
1: They have sonar evidence of a... Uh, it, they do have an actual airplane in the ocean right now, 16,000 feet down. That's confirmed. Uh, the shape and form of the plane are similar enough to a Lockheed that they're pretty certain it could be hers.
2: That's um, that is not proof though. That is still a theory.
1: They're they're going, but here's the thing: all the evidence is lining up, and I'm not saying it is. I'm saying out of all the all, out of all the chances of people saying they found they think they found Amelia Earhart's plane, uh, this may be the one that does it. Um, it's it's got the best chance out of everything to be the one. Um, it sets in a location that she possibly could have ended up in, especially with uh, malfunctioning, uh, uh, yeah, malfunctioning equipment. equipment on the plane, and then the fact that she was running on fuel. You know, this sets in an area where she could have been at. Uh, the The sonar images do kind of line up and look like what would have been her Lockheed.
0: Um, And I I do hope, I do hope that it is hers in the sense that I would, I'd like for us to be able to recover that. I hope that there is some, you know, finally some definitive or more definitive closure on her story. Uh, But I'll I'll be the first to tell you that unless there's something extremely unusual about that plane, I think this is going to pretty quickly move out of the column of the paranormal. Like this, this close, this story was as close to paranormal as it could ever be when no one knew a thing about what happened to her. Yeah, but it, it'll just turn into solved cold case. But that's well, but, I mean,
1: yeah, not, not so much that. Even It's still, it's still it's, it's going to fall in that realm. What caused her equipment to malfunction in this, in the way that it did? Why did she suddenly lose contact with uh, everything? You know, they, just, there's there's still a lot of
0: questions that are unanswered about it. Even if they do find the ship, and that and that's what I'm saying is, I, I think unless there is something extremely. Um, unusual about it. And and who knows with it being on the bottom of the ocean, as long as it has been how much they're even going to be able to tell other than just the general shape of it, what it is. uh, I I think we're going to still be left with some, some questions, which, I mean, you know, my understanding was it was pretty, pretty agreed upon that there are magnetic fields in that area. Equipment uh, for aircraft was extremely, for lack of a better term primitive at the time that we're talking about here. It's the thirties. Right, yeah, it's it's not like we've been flying for a long time at that point. Uh so yeah, I I, I don't again, know. I Again. I'm interested, but
2: I I'm interested in the Amelia Earhart story just because I have I have been around for many centuries and it fascinates me. She was there when she took off? I was there. I was <laughs> I, I missed the flight. But if, if you really want to, like, intrigue me with the, with the loss of a flight, I mentioned it earlier, I'm dead serious, Malaysia Flight 370, you're not talking yeah. about a small, single person plane that disappeared in the 30s, you're talking, talking about, about a, big passenger a, a flight. giant passenger flight that disappeared in 2014 and still never been recovered. They think they've found oh. pieces of it, but they don't know for sure. You're, I mean, this I'm thing still, uh, just disappeared.
1: I'm still of the belief that that plane was shot down, honestly.
2: Yeah, but you'd think that you would have found some kind of evidence of it. And I'm not talking about we found some debris that we're pretty sure is part of it. You would have found some some full-on, this is it. But this is also going to be one of those things that it will, well, I mean, potentially. I Look, do I think it's paranormal? I don't think anything's paranormal anymore. You can tell me, you can show me huh. footage of the UFO landing on the White House lawn and the aliens getting out. I'll be like, that's China. That's China. Um, <laughs> just what they do. But it is a fascinating story because, again, how does a giant plane like that just disappear? Like that. And, and yeah. with with all the things we've had come out recently about UFOs or UAPs and how they interfere with aircrafts and stuff like that, to me, that is more likely to be supernatural, paranormal than Amelia Earhart. Because, again, this is a girl that, that was flying in the 30s before we had any of the modern technology that we have now so find that plane and then we'll talk moving on yeah moving on tanner what's this nonsense about japan now i just watched godzilla minus one again today in theaters i watched godzilla minus one minus color today in theaters the black and white version and it was uh it was was pretty good so what what else is happening in japan
0: this is the article I remember.
1: This is the one where the uh, community is uh, taking advantage of their their haunted history and and basically cashing in on it. And which is something that I've been talking about. Towns all over the all over the country need to do. Uh, it's the same thing that uh, Charleston, South Carolina, has done. Uh, this is a town who has a deep history in general, uh, but is also cashing in on their paranormal aspect and making. Uh, money hand over fist and just raking it in and doing great and you have a lot of little communities in this area who don't want to do this They have a, it's like a stigma to it um, Cairo is one of those towns like, we've been trying to get them to cash in on this and, and you know take advantage of the fact that we have these stories here that we have these buildings here with a story and they're just not doing it and this is just one. I, this is a story I wanted to put out you know what I mean
2: well, the creature you're talking about is the uh, Sukinoko, which is apparently a snake-like creature with venomous fangs and a beer bottle-shaped bulge at the center of its body. And I love this part of the story. Beyond its physical attributes, some made the fantastic claim that the creature could actually talk, though its words were often dishonest. So we know it's a Republican. And. Ouch. <laughs> that's important uh, Tails the Seeky uh, no, oh, I, I a just
0: pal. love the idea Of, of someone uh, Someone being like And our mystical tr- creature can also speak Oh yeah well there's got to be some kind of Like downside to that what is it uh, It's all bullshit
2: He's very dishonest
0: <laughs> Everything he says is-
2: Don't believe a damn thing he says <laughs> I don't uh, believe
0: his lies.
2: <laughs> a full-blown frenzy erupted in Shimokitayama, with village officials offering a sizable reward to anyone who could capture the creature or produce evidence for its existence. This led to an expedition in 1988, with hundreds of people from around the country flocking to the small community in the hopes of being the one to bag the mysterious animal. And they did not.
0: They went okay. on a snipe hunt. That's what it sounds like. This is a snipe hunt, right? It's the same thing. Yeah, but yeah, it's I. It's
2: the same idea. Thing. But I, but is I agree name Kevin. T- I, agree, I agree with with Tanner. You, we should uh, we should highlight these things, but do it with respect. You don't want it to turn into goddamn Roswell. You ever been to Roswell? Me neither. But someone I know did, and <laughs> it's it's a, joke. it's a joke. It's just a giant. It's it's like someone using their Facebook only as a job resume. Like that's all they talk about there. <laughs> It's ridiculous. It's offensive. It's offensive. All right. Last thing real quick. We're going to get out of here. I know it's been a weird night, but uh we got to get back in the hang of this thing. And we got to, we need more paranormal stories to come out. I need the ghost of Bill Clinton to come out and haunt Biden so I can talk about it or something.
0: He's not dead.
2: Isn't he? Yep. So. Oh. <laughs> Career so,
0: died in 99. So.
2: Something that I saw. A couple of weeks ago and I've been wanting to talk about, but as time has gone on and more has come out about it, I've wanted to talk about it less. Because this is on new year's day at the bayside market in miami you may have heard about this story apparently teenagers were were rubbing denim against the denim and they could hear it and they were anally chugging no rang that's Jan frank talking about that no so apparently they're shooting off fireworks and it leads to a fight and the police are called it seems like a simple story, right? Well, all of a sudden, one of the videos that comes out about this, I think this was police helicopter footage, shows what appeared to be, I believe they said, between 8 to 10 feet tall creatures walking around in front of the mall. i that's, That was the first time I heard about it was this, and TMZ, who checks and rechecks the facts they posted this video along with a spokesperson for the police department who said no those are not eight foot aliens you're seeing That is just the shadow created by whatever and i left it at that i did i was like yeah that that makes sense so yeah, yeah hold on hold on i got a button for it give me one second all right here we go
0: yeah that makes sense
2: okay <laughs> so we'll call it a day on that right but that's not where the story ended because after this happened people started posting videos people that were in the 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 mall saying that the government is lying this is not true what actually happened are these eight to ten foot tall shadowy alien beings literally like teleported manifested inside of the of the mall and people started running because they were scared and it wasn't just one person. It was two people, then three people, then five people, and this became a big thing. People are starting to share the story that the government's covering this up, and that of course the cops are, you know, saying that no, that is going on because they're part of the conspiracy. One video I saw even had a guy call his father, who was a police officer, and ask him about what had happened, and the the guy said, "I can't talk about that. Drop it." And he's like, "No, seriously, what's going on?" And the guy says, "I seriously can't talk about that. Drop it." that was done with no proof no evidence that he was a cop or anything but again the story is interesting the story is interesting where i i sent the group a video of this guy i don't remember the guy's name i think his name was uh mud t fuck up if i remember correctly and oh.
1: he he did a
2: conspiracy <laughs> theory based on these these miami aliens and he was talking about like look at this look at this is this weird this happened this happened and and for the first time like 10 15 minutes the video he kind of had me and i was like you know what this does look interesting this is something i want to talk about so i post in the chat check out this video uh i think we should talk about this on i want to believe etc etc and then the video goes on and i wish i had watched the rest of the video before i had made those comments because then he starts showing video of absolutely fake ass vampire head
0: ass cg that (laughs)
2: <laughs> that you
0: you think hey he's gonna, I gotta go change the name of the group chat vampire head
2: you think that he's gonna make fun of this right that he's going to point out how ridiculous it is because so far he is at least treating this with a little bit of respect but no dude full on just dedicates himself to it says look at this this is real wow that's crazy isn't it the cops don't want you to know about that and that was when I realized am I part of the problem am I am I part of the <laughs> problem <laughs> am i pushing this agenda on our listeners of tinfoil hat type shit because this was one of the no, fakest things i've ever seen in my what, life
0: what you are accused of is not finishing watching videos yeah, yeah. you have short attention span you just gotta keep it going gotta keep it going so, so from my... the article that I, I I want to throw this in the article that I threw up in the the text uh, on the on the notes just so we would have it is from NBC and this one is well after the fact. This was posted on January fifth, but you can tell that it's been updated over the course uh, of the time there. So. <laughs> they spoke with the Miami Police Department's public information officer Michael Vega. Vega explained people basically in the wake of what you were you were talking about there were the fireworks that were shot off. People thought there was a shooting so the cops were dispatched. Everyone then said, "Well, okay, but it, you know, after that there was there was like, uh, what do they say, 10 foot alien creatures or whatever caught on camera, fired at inside. They, they thought they were firing at them inside and outside the Miami Mall. Media silent. Cops are covering it up, saying kids were fighting with fireworks. Yet all these cop cars, air traffic stopped that night except for black military choppers and no media coverage. Um. <laughs> vega michael vega himself responded to nbc news just you know questioning hey here's what we're hearing we're questioning uh in the email he wrote to them and i'm quoting directly here he said there were no aliens no airports were closed nothing is being withheld from the public lol he actually (laughs) wrote lol at the end uh he did explain that they they dispatched additional police force Uh, or uh, a police presence because there were kids that were refusing to leave after they'd been instructed to leave. And so they had multiple people extra called in to, to make sure that that was the case. Um, and alongside that one person who I, I mentioned earlier was saying that, you know, oh, the black military choppers and the airports were closed. Uh, the article ends with one Twitter user saying, quote, everybody have cell phones, but nobody have an up close video of the eight to 10 foot alien by the <laughs> Miami mall. Oh,
2: no, no, no. Hunter, no, you're wrong, because that was one of the videos that Mud T fuck up showed was oh, yeah. was of these <laughs> beings walking around. And that's what I officially Why? tapped out. That's what I tapped Do you out. you
0: listen? Yeah. Yeah. To someone called Mud T Fuck Up.
2: <laughs> that's not his actual name, Lindsay. That's the name Why I've attributed to do him. Do you
0: listen yes. to someone is. whose username
2: is I think no, his actual no, name re- is Jonkler.
0: <laughs> well, well is that's he even worse.
2: So r- really quick, <laughs> let me let me just let me just say this. As a conspiracy theorist myself, It is in those moments where you see the police response of nothing's going on, lol, and you go, ha, that's right, that was ridiculous, how stupid it is. But then there is that part of you that goes, well, of course that's what they would say. Now, do I think this is real? No, I don't think this is real. I don't think aliens evaded the Miami Mall. I think it's an interesting (laughs) story. I do question.
0: Are you? Are you sure? Because I just posted a picture of one in the text only for babies. Oh, God. Yeah. Let me see. He's having a see good it. time shopping. That yeah. looks pretty compelling, that's, that's That um, looks like him.
2: No. No. Because there's no labels on the bags. That's an AI-generated image.
0: True.
2: I'm not True. stupid. Uh, you can't fool maybe me. It was,
0: maybe it was generated by the aliens. <laughs> maybe he brought his own bags.
2: So according to Maybe multiple he's people, earth conscious. He go,
0: he's earth conscious. Uh, he's going to take care of the earth. If he wants to invade it, what's the point of destroying it? Uh,
2: according to multi uh, multiple people who all had the same story that these beings kind of just kind of teleported in. They just kind of came into being and walked around and didn't do anything. They just walked around and studied people and people were panicking. Multiple people said that. Of course, multiple people probably picked it up from one person and then they read about it and they read about it. I will never understand the person that goes on to the internet or goes on TV or anything like that and says something so outlandish with a straight face, says, I saw this. Like, I know there is a thing where people want attention and they will lie. I have known people that have lied to me. I knew a guy when I worked at GameStop, this, this, and I don't use these terms to make fun of people. Fat guy, really fat guy. Looked very greasy. He also stuttered. He was not a good look and he didn't and he didn't he couldn't talk very well. He swore up and down he had a match with Randy Orton that weekend when WWE was in town. And he was telling me about how he had trained with the Undertaker and stuff like that. Complete lie, <laughs> utter nonsense and bullshit, and I couldn't understand why he was lying to me about that. Why do you think I care? You're not winning clout with me, man. So whenever I see people get online and talk about these things of, I saw this, I saw this part of me wants to believe them because I think what person would make such outlandish claims in public, but that is absolutely a thing. But at the same time, you also cannot just take government officials at their word even on something that it sounds outlandish because that is how they control information so this is a hard one for me because of course i think it's ridiculous but i also don't want to automatically go well of course it's ridiculous therefore i'm i'm I'm, yes thank you officer good luck in the thin blue life matters or whatever so this is a tough one for me but but i think we're gonna have to file this one under nonsense
0: it's not tough for me. Can I tell you who, uh, cause I followed a couple of links here. Uh, um, who it, it was, who was, uh, well, hmm, who was purporting this, like all, uh, they were fired at inside and outside media, silent black yeah. military choppers. Right. Um, that was posted by an account called at good lion TV. L I O N. Um, from there, this is this is their bio, uh, and I'm reading this directly. "Quote: What if Netflix and Red Pill Cinema had a baby? Welcome to Good Lion TV. Sign up today and start watching thousands of Red Pill films."
2: What is a Red Pill? Wow!
0: Well, do you know you don't know about the old the Red the Red Pill thing, the Red Pill situation? The
2: Matrix, right?
0: Uh-huh. Yeah, it's a Matrix reference. So basically, people who call themselves Red Pilled. Um, in, in in the matrix the red pl- pill is the, the one truth, that apparently right? allows you to wake up and see yeah, yeah okay. red, red pill is basically like the same thing as as MAGA as where we go when we go all QAnon it, you're following the same uh, list of, of things uh, their most recent one of their most recent tweets because I'm still calling them that uh, says it, it purports, purports to describe the real purpose of Epstein's island um,
2: slide for Jeffrey
0: it's, I mean, there's an awful lot of stuff here that is just and exactly and, what you're thinking. Let's let's take that and let's- oh 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 January 6th on January 6th oh, they no. posted Trump is still Commander in Chief. Don't believe it. And then there's a whole uh, a list of uh, things <laughs> that you can go watch on their page. At the end it says, "P.S. I'm a January sixer. sixer. I ser- served time in the DC Gulag."
2: <laughs> the gulag. Okay. Uh-huh. All right. Let's let's take this opportunity now to tie this back to what we said at the beginning of the show, which is that in this day and age of of internet at your fingertips, videos at your fingertips, opinions at your fingertips, and yes, we're part of that. I get that. It is hard sure. to, to tell what's real and what's fiction. But sometimes
0: fiction, you need Jonathan Briggs <laughs> tell you
2: who. fiction makes it so obvious. <laughs> that you don't have to think too hard. That's not to say folks that there's not weird things out there. We want to believe, and we will continue to search for the truth, whether we're doing an episode or not, but th- that's going to do it for us tonight. We will be back with another episode of, I want to believe in the future. And next time, hopefully with, with no goddamn rain and real, uh, <laughs> real things to talk about. In fact, Tanner, I, I do how real say, that is right now. I, I think uh, we talked it's about operating. Scott Walter coming back to the show soon.
1: Uh, we got a we got a couple different things lined up. He's got a new book coming out. Uh, that <laughs> to go,
2: That's it. That's it. <laughs> He's got a new book coming out that kind of <laughs> touches That's on it. the Oak
1: Island mystery. And on top of that, uh, after oh, I think the like first couple weeks of April, I'll be a uh, initiated Masonic member. So me, and he, and I will be uh, doing an episode together talking about that
2: i would like to get his thoughts on the miami aliens he's probably talked to them we'll see what happens all right that's it for us tonight we're gonna go listen i know we sounded very negative in this episode about this whole thing we're not you just have to remain skeptical and you can't believe everything you see because if you believe everything you see then the real truths are going to get lost somewhere amongst all the lies with that said my name is shannon young I want to thank you for tuning in. Thank you to Hunter, to Lindsey, for the man himself, Tanner. We'll be back this week with all new episodes of your favorite shows. And despite all of our 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 paranoia and despite telling you to not believe everything you say, please continue to watch the skis. What did I say?